Welcome to the second episode of the Racing Rider Podcast. Hope everyone has had a happy and safe New Year's. I'll try my best to speak a little bit softly, as I know some of you will be nursing some sore heads. But I'm hoping to offer some relief with a few winners to be found at Flemington on New Year's Day. I'll also be dabbling into some of Lachlan's left fielders by picking out my best selections for both the Burren Beat and Hanging Rock meetings. Anyway, let's get stuck into it. We'll start off by previewing the eight race card at Flemington on New Year's Day. Uh, track is likely to be a good surface with the rail out three metres. So usually in this scenario, the track should play pretty fairly, but as always, look out for any patterns that emerge earlier in the day. The first race is a 1,000 metre event for the two-year-old fillies down the Flemington Strait. I'm going with the Godolphin debutante here in Amateurist, who has jumped out very well down the straight. She, she'll go off at a good each-way price, and you can't really go wrong backing the Godolphin stables in these two-year-old events. Uh, for second, I'll put in Marchina from the Mar Eustace stable. Thought she was a very good debut during Melbourne Cup Week down the straight. I feel that straight track experience will be invaluable, and I think she deserves her favouritism. For third, I'll put in a beautiful knight who I think is a touch of overs at around the $13 currently. Thought her debut wasn't bad at Bendigo and she's open to natural improvement at her second start. And for fourth, I'll pay respect to the best-backed unraced horse and that is Bombay Rocket. Uh, She comes out of good stable and I think she has to be highly respected here. Race two is a three- and four-year-old benchmark 78 over the straight six 1,200 metres. Uh, On top, I'm going with the obvious, and that is Rocking Eagle. He looks the most progressive horse in the race, and the form from his win last start has been franked with Ecoletta winning again at Caulfield, unfortunately knocking off my boy High Stranger, but that's the way it goes. Uh, He's probably a touch short in the market at the moment, but if you get a price of around about $3, I think he's a good betting proposition. Uh, Next pick at a decent enough price is Luca Brazzi. Uh, I've always had a bit of a time for him when he was racing in Victoria and he's been racing in great vein of form in Tasmania his last couple of starts, so I think he's a bit over the odds. Uh, Third pick is the closer. She's been a bit disappointing, hasn't quite lived up to the early promise she showed, but last start second at Mooney Valley was a sign she might be back on track. And fourth pick is Remastered. Probably a bit of a forgive run first up when he was well supported, but he showed enough ability last preparation and he might be able to bounce back here. Race four is a 1,400 metre handicap. Uh, We've got a pretty small field and a very short priced favourite, which is a bit disappointing, but we'll have to roll with it. Uh, Yearlong January is that short priced favourite and he's clearly the one to beat, gets the perfect scenario to roll forward in the small field and at the 1400 metre start at Flemington they can be very hard to run down. Uh, definitely not betting at that price but he's clearly the one to beat. Uh, my bet in the race will probably be Mamselle Test to run a place at around $4. Look she's a super honest mare and she drops six and a half kilos on her last run where she wasn't far away off bumper blast who I think is quite a smart horse. Uh, for third I'm throwing in two Twitchy Frank. She has a terrific strike rate and has been running well in some very good races down in Tassie. So she'll definitely measure up here. And next pick is another interstate visitor in Morvada who is in good winning form but may just have to step up a fraction here.
Race four at Flemington is the time-honored Standish handicap at Group 3 level over 1,200 metres. Uh, on top for me is Bold Star. I just love his will to win, and he really has a devastating finishing burst that he can use to great effect. My second pick is the favourite, Hal Vorsen. He's absolutely on fire at the moment, and the stable now is the key to him riding him cold down the straight. Uh, he will need a bit of luck from Barrier 1, which is the only concern for me. Uh, for third, I'm putting in Super Hard, or Stiffy, as he is affectionately known. He definitely has the ability to win, and to the eye, it looks like he ran out of fitness last start, so he should be ready to peak here. And rounding out the selections is the top weight, Spirit of Valor. Uh, he really oozes class. He doesn't win out of turn, but he will definitely appreciate the drop in grade down from Group 1 company. Race 5, the first leg of the quaddy is an 1800 metre, 3 and 4 year old benchmark 70. Uh, on top, I'm putting Dogmatic. Um, look, I was on him last start, and there's no other way to put it, but he was just a good thing beaten. Uh, if he reproduces that run and gets the luck in running, he'll be winning, but he's definitely been well found in the betting. Uh, my bet will probably be the improving Chaska on an each-way basis. I saw him trial at Kine at the start of the prep, and he was a real eye-catcher there. From there, he's gone on to win two provincial races quite impressively, so he's definitely going places. Uh, third pick is Bowing. He was really unlucky as an odds-on favourite at the Valley. He's a big striding horse, so I don't think the tight track really suited him and he'll be much better placed at Flemington. And rounding out the picks is Approach Discreet. He's had a long time off the scene, but the second up run was a lot more encouraging than the first up run. Uh, look, this is a really good race and I think it is much, much better than Benchmark 70's status, so this will be a really good race to look forward to. Race number six is a 1,400 metre Phillies and Mares benchmark 70. Uh, I'm putting Goldie Fox on top here. It's probably the best place she's been in a race for quite some time as she's been competitive in group class before and first up there were excuses. Uh, she gets the blinkers back on and a senior rider on, which I think are both positives. Uh, I'll probably have two bets in the race and the second one of those is Wish I Might. Uh, she's been ridden a lot colder the last couple of starts, and I think that might just be the key to her. Uh, she's got a good overall record, and I think there's still some upside there. Uh, for third, I'm putting in Parley Princess. She's a much improved horse, and she certainly has every chance to make it a hat-trick of wins. And for fourth, I'm putting in one who's come up quite a ridiculous price, and that is Pretty Bella at $34. Look, she's run the Quinella in four of her past five runs and she has a really good record at the distance. Obviously stepping up in grade, but at that price, I think she's worth throwing in quaddies. Race number seven is a pretty good renewal of the time-honoured Baggett Handicap, a 2,800-metre listed race for the Stayers. Uh, on top for me, purely based on price discrepancy compared to the favourite is Atar James. Look, she beat Secret Blaze last start in the Packingham Cup and actually meets him at Keel on a half better at the weights. So can't quite understand the big gap in price there. Uh, second pick is Secret Blaze. He does deserve the favouritism because he's quite progressive, but he's way too short in the market compared to others in what I think is a pretty good field with good depth. Uh, for third is High Bridge, the Sydney visitor. 
Look, he is a nine-year-old, but he does have a great overall record and he doesn't know how to run a bad race. He also has the Chris Waller polish, which isn't a bad thing. And rounding out the tips is the top weight, Azuro. Look, he has a lot of class on his side, particularly when he gets up to this distance range, but I'm just concerned about him giving weight to some pretty good stays, but he definitely is a winning chance. The final event on the card is a 1600 metre benchmark 70. Uh, I'm searching for a bit of value to round out the day and I'll be backing two at quite good odds. First of those is Ruby, Ruby Sky at around the 21 mark. Look, all three runs this prep, she's gone off at cricket score odds and definitely hasn't disgraced herself. Uh, look, I think she gets a nice drop in grade here and at a really good price can run a race. Uh, the second of those is Analytica, again at double figure odds. Look, he usually needs a bit of luck from back in the field, but I've always had a bit of time for him, and a Patrick Payne runner going around at that price is quite a luxury. Uh, third pick is Heavenly Emperor. He will make his own luck on pace and has a great record at the track. Uh, the only query is I'm just not sure he's going quite as well this time in. And rounding out the selections is Manhattan Arch. Look, he's really progressive and won at the track last start but he's just probably not the best value at his current quote. Now we have a new segment on the Racing Rider podcast, and that is Lachlan's Left Fielders, where I look outside the square to some smaller provincial meetings to try and find some winners. Uh, the focus of today will be Burren Beat. I'll most likely be heading to Burren Beat, as it's another track that I can tick off my list of getting all the racetracks in Victoria visited. So I've got two good bets that I've found. Race 3, 2J at around the $4.20 mark. Look, on pace is a generally favourite at Burren Beat, given it's a very tight turning track. And he ran a great second to my city class horse, High Stranger. And then he broke his maiden well at his next start. He was disappointing last start, but hopefully he'll get a nice easy time up in, front, up in distance. Uh, my second good bet is race five, Tanner, at around $3.30. Another on-speed runner who should be suited by the track at Byron Beat. His first two runs were really good with excellent form lines for this sort of grade. He was disappointing at Geelong last start, but blinkers back on and back in distance should really suit him. And that's a wrap for the New Year's edition of the Racing Rider podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will be back again shortly.